Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz TV podcast only on the Oz Network. It is the Oz Network coming to you once again for an episode on 24. We are on day three, episode seven. Uh, this is 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. It's getting dark. That's what happens <laughs> at that time of day. Instantly. Uh, it was written by Robert Cochran and Howard Gordon, directed by Ian Twinton. First aired on December 9th, 2003. What were you doing, Colin, on December 9th, 2003? I was watching this episode of 24 as it quickly got dark. Indeed. Uh, but this is a an interesting episode with an interesting twist, which I'm sure we're going to be talking a lot more about next week, about the ins and outs of it making sense. But uh, I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about scantily clad women Shady deals with Wendy Crewson and Tony's recovery from being shot in the neck, uh, which is always interesting. My name is Ben, and I'd love nothing more than to watch you jerk till you're dead. Still, um, my name is Colin, the big American hero. Oh, finally, he says it. Um, I mean, this is better than last week. I'll say that because I like the twist at the end. Um, but I mean, it's... It's very similar to last week. It's it's there. Stuff happens. I mean, I know you were bigger on last week, but, um, you know, Jack kills someone watching a DVD. <laughs> um, Ramon's horny but doesn't get sex. Chase visits the accountant. Um, <laughs> and Tony's recovered from being shot in the neck. <laughs> um, there's, there's stuff happening, sort of, this week. Uh, yeah, that's a good way to sum it up. It's it's definitely not the best. I said this is my favorite stretch of episodes, and I think when I watched this episode, it became clear this was not the most memorable one. Uh, but it's progressing the story to uh, points where it's going to get very exciting. And um, I I have some mixed feelings now. I remember loving the surprise of Jack's cover story with the Salazars that we're going to get to here. But like now watching years later, it's like, I got a lot of questions about how easily he gets away with this that I might have some issues with. So I'm not going to finish this episode as high on it as I think I was last week. Yeah. I think it's, it is definitely a storyline that pays off well when you're watching it the first time, similar to our old dirt face, blonding blonde, or I've forgotten <laughs> his name already. Cause who gives a shit about him? Um, but I don't know, like it's still, like this is why I think I said in like one of the first episodes about keep an eye on everything that's happening because it's kind of like this has got to go into a big backstory about this big plot twist that they're going to get like at the end of this episode. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's 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 there. Uh, Kim is still tied up because, I mean, we can't have a season of 24 without 
Kim being tied up to a chair. I love how Kim's just almost so calm about this now. She's like, oh, again. Ugh. Like, I mean. Bring on you know, the cougar. Like, bring on Melanie. Bring on whatever you want. I'll Princess Peach, after a while, just rolls her eyes and goes, like, oh, Mario will get me. Like, whatever. Um, I think we just get Palmer. Palmer drama is really nothing in this episode. Mm, a whole lot of um, And I just want to warn people uh, to ruin the illusion. I watched this episode, like, more than a week ago. So did Colin. I have two so, weeks ago for uh, me. <laughs> two weeks ago. So we're not going to be freshen on the on the ball as much as we always are, apparently. Um, but so Palmer, they're leaving the debate. And all like, oh, and so it's like literally every episode for Palmer this season, it's been like, what's Jack doing? Oh, it's all right, and it's fine. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Like that's basically all it is. Uh, so is this a was this this one or last week where Anne's like, I think we should put our relationship on hold. I think it's this week, isn't it? Mm, yeah, um, it wasn't last week. So yeah, I think this one. So, and I love Palmer's like, no, like <laughs> I'm horny, horny Why? Palmer. Why? <laughs> because we can. <laughs> um, so literally, they're in a limo. The press guy's all like, oh, this this will be bad for you. And I, naive Palmer still like, no, it's all right. The American people like the truth. And he's like, no, they like scandal and gossip. I'm like, yeah, that's what Americans <laughs> like. Um, and I love Wayne. He's just basically like, you used all your goodwill with the divorce of Sherry. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, I'm sure everybody sided with Palmer. Like, again, like I'm team Sherry. But, like, knowing how Palmer would have sold this and how everyone else would have sold this, like, it's, yeah. So, um, basically, Palmer's just in a car. Well, this is going to be bad. And then Wendy Crewson gets a phone call from, is that Ted? Is that his her name? Yeah, Ted. Ted or whatever it is. And he's all like, I need to meet with you. And she's all like, you're a bad man, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, I'm not. Meet with me. You're still a bad man, Ted, but okay. Um, and that's basically the Palmer stuff. <laughs> I know I'm going to sound like contradicting ourselves from last season, but uh, I, I kind of wish that this story would move a little bit quicker. <laughs> you know, uh, it, I, and I thought that this, we're going to get into the, the Millican stuff in a little bit and um, uh, some, some more exciting characters coming in. But I always thought that this was wrapped up by this point in the season. Like this was like a five episode arc and it's still going on. Like, do I really care about Ted? It's definitely not as bad as we got in season two, but in a way I want a little bit of that. uh, Let's shake things up every 45 minutes on 24. Like we had in season two, because it's just taking too long to get to the point. And like, I don't think that the audience is that invested. We just saw a debate ended. And yeah. I want more drama about that. I don't need to know about fine that the Ted storyline has its place, but like, let's deal with the fact that let's have people saying, listen, you probably just lost the election by doing this. This is better yeah. be a good reason. And it's barely even mentioned. Which, and like, if you think about the reason we've all, but like no threat. Cause like, I think don't we get a scene here where like, is it Wayne or Palmer or David is just like, Oh yeah. Um, Kyle didn't have the virus. Oh, yeah. that's good news. <laughs> and Jack's after like, like again, the reason we're canceling this debate, this national threat of a virus is basically gone right now. You're kind yeah. of like chill. Like I do want to see the feedback too, because you're right. Like this would, this would be right now on all the news networks. Like, Oh, for the first time in us history, uh, president has canceled the debate like what will this do for his polls we cross now to colin hilding in washington colin what's going on here yes lots of people are like taking to the streets and burning the white house like um <laughs> it's it's the 1800s all over again um but like it's i don't know like there would be a scandal man palmer's just sitting in the car going oh, and let's not break up let's fuck later like it's just kind of like it's so chilled and it's like dude you just walked out of a fucking debate yeah um you know so yeah like there should be more around that but um i'm kind of with you like 
I like I like the stuff that we're gonna get when like Gina Torres shows up and all that kind of stuff, and later on when Sherry's here. Um, but like right now, it's just it's literally every episode is the same with the Palmers. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know like. Oh no, Anne, you did something bad. Oh no, it will be okay. Let's fuck. Oh, Wayne, I don't like you, Anne. I don't like you either. Oh, <laughs> what's Jack doing? Oh, I know, Jack. I'm David Palmer. Um, don't forget, cool. I right. am it. I am it. Uh, I guess uh, all the um, the Salazar stuff, I think we tie in together. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe Chase. Chase is in a car. <laughs> He's on the chase. Rings up CTU. Hi, guys. I'm still looking for things. Chappelle's like, no, you're not bad. Come back to CTU. No, we've got people that you don't know about. Jack was on drugs. Was he? Yes. Come back to CTU. No, bye. Where does that come from? Like, that was the weirdest thing to me because it's like we had Chloe being like, oh, I don't know. Like, that makes sense. When did Chappelle find out? (laughs) Yeah. I feel there's a deleted scene here that they just removed from the episode because, like, that literally comes out of nowhere where Chappelle's like, uh, Chase is like, oh, I'm still on the case. I'm Chase. Let's get my vase. Um, oh, wait, no. So how does he, he put a, hi, I'm Chase Edmonds. I can't remember what I'm, Ch- I'm um, Chase Edmonds. <laughs> I'm Chase Edmonds. Um, but like, it just, it's like, like literally this, this reminded me of the room. Like Chappelle may well just gone. I definitely don't have the breast yeah. cancer. <laughs> like, like, it's just so random. And it's like, you knew about it. And Chase is like, what? No, I didn't. No, you're lying to me, Chase. No, <laughs> I'm not. Um, it's random. And what gets even more random is one of Chase's contacts is an accountant in the <laughs> valley. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is what happened last season, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and Chase just walks in and is like, hi, Frank. Um you know everything about the Salazars. Oh, ignore my wife and family. I'm just eating dinner. And then he's all like, oh, let me look up some bank accounts. Oh, he's in Old El Paso, Mexico. (laughs) Old El Paso. (laughs) Well, that's definitely where he is. Like, I love how, like, Chase Googles it. And it's like, fucking hell. Like, he's a Latin American drug dealer. Like, well, what are the odds that the last transaction he did was in Old El Paso? Oh, that's only two hours from here. We'll be there in no time. Like, convenient bloody accountant from the Valley, Frank. See ya. (laughs) Like, it's so, like, why do we need Chase going to visit random accountant? Can't we just have, like, Chase literally go, oh, I remember Salazar talking about his time in the family village in old el paso <laughs> that's maybe where he is um, old el paso proud sponsors of the Oz network um but like i don't know it's random that's chase chase is going to be on the case on the plane oh, i'm chase edmonds i'm gonna be on a plane um yeah it's random like that's if, chase i i'm still trying to process my feelings on chase because uh when the series didn't originally aired i was not a fan of chase at all in fact i almost resented chase's character which now, almost 20 years later, I've kind of nailed down to, you know, were they trying a little bit too hard? Was his character unnecessary? At the time, you don't want them to bring in, this is the new blood, because Kiefer Sutherland's probably not going to be back next season. So we're going to train up his replacement. And uh, it's Chase. Hi, I'm Chase Edmonds, of all people. Hi, um, I'm Chase Edmonds. I'm definitely a lot more high on him this season. But, like, this episode really helped me get a little bit more to the bottom of my issues with him. And that's that They can't make him Jack. And I feel like when chase is being chase and he chases on the case and he's the chase that runs the place and he's everything else, you know, 
he's all beautiful right. face. <laughs> yeah, he's a chase with a beautiful face. You know, he's all right. <laughs> but like him being, it's the tough guy chase that I don't buy. And I remember saying that back in episode one or two, where I'm like, I, ch- tough guy chase just doesn't work for me. Like, it, it just seems like th- they're trying too hard. Like, it's not believable. And having seen James Badge Dale and a lot of other stuff, like, I feel like this is something that age did better for him. Um, other stuff that he did around this time period when he was, he still looked like he was 12 years old. You know, I, I don't think that he's believable. He, he works much better as an Adam like character, but there's something about James Badge Dale. I don't know if you've ever really followed his career or looked at him over the years. Like this is a man oh, who went vigorously. like he, 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 with that face on that chase. Of course. But, I, I run the James Badge Dale Instagram account daily. Uh, James Badge. Like that's my job. <laughs> but like he, he's, he's an actor who seemed to go, overnight from looking like he was 12 years old to looking like he was 50 years old. And <laughs> as soon as he started looking 50, as soon as he started looking his age, I buy him as the tough guy. It's just something about the baby face, baby face chase. There's another one uh, that just, it doesn't work with the tough guy. And I think the, uh, the, the main part of it though, is not so much how he looks, but that this is Jack's role. They're writing this scene with him and, and Mr. Accountant, Mr. Uh, Accountant Ferragamo or whatever, as the way that they would write Jack, you know, and you don't need two Jacks. We already know we've got a better version of this headed to Mexico or already in Mexico. So I don't buy this version of Chase. I know we're going to have good moments with him later on the season, but I really wish we knew if the purpose of his character was just to have a sidekick or if it was a backdoor, let's try to replace Jack, which is why, they're maybe trying so hard to make him Jack every once in a while on the show. I, I, I definitely see what you're saying, but I've always been a Chase fan because I kind of like this element where you've got Chase going to like almost rescue him. Like, like he doesn't know about this plan from memory. So like, like there's all these little things that you're going to get with Chase, which kind of work. Like, I mean, just, just take Chase out of this season and like, what do we get right now? Like, it's kind of Jack in Mexico. Like, I mean, it's like, okay. Like I just think it adds a different element to it. Um, and but I mean, even going, you said, do we don't need him interrogating Mr. Accountant? We need no, him to be like, oh no. yeah, here, look at this. I found a, I found someone on my phone here. Oh yeah, old El that's, Paso. That was the city. But, that, but that's but that you know you're right. Like I did say that, and I I, I agree with myself with that. I just think you handle this differently. <laughs> like him getting to Mexico is something different. Like have yeah. someone drop a name or like oh we picked up one of the goons here and they mentioned old El Paso. Oh wait, yeah, I remember that. Like it's yeah. it's random that he has to go interrogate Accountant Man. Like I mean, it's it's it's, it's that's dumb. Like, and why like, isn't Mr. Mr. Police Officer? Hey, are we coordinating from last week? Yeah, give exactly. him something to do. Start coordinating, Chase. Um, by the way, uh, if you wish to stay up to date with James Badgedale on Instagram, he is simply James Badgedale. And I'm looking here. He posted a few days ago. It's a picture of him and a little baby on a surfboard, and he's wearing like a bucket hat, looking all cool. And I love, like, obviously, like his wife or his partner, uh, another, I'm guessing, an actress, Emily Wickers, Wickersham, Wickersham, uh, commented, literally say, this just reminds me of uh, View to a Kill. She's replied, my man. Uh- <laughs> Um, you can scroll back and you can see a picture of James Badgedale with a backwards hat pointing at a guy with glasses. He's looking quite old there. The dog in the sunset, picture of him back on. I just uh, followed him because this sounds yeah. riveting. <laughs> There's a picture of him on a beach pumping his fist. Um, Jesus, he looks really old there with his with his partner. Good for him. Um, there's a picture of a dog. Oh, shit. Is that? Is that James Badgedale? Look, like, look how old he is in that one. Like he's like, well, that's grandpa. what I'm saying. Like he aged overnight like that. It wasn't like, you know, a slow progression. Do you know the other guy that's like that? Um, he's on, uh, the, he did the episode of the Mandalorian. He was the guy who had the original Boba Fett armor. 
Timothy Oliphant. Oh, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. he's another one of those guys that like perpetually looked 12 years old and then overnight became a well, 50-year-old man. And as soon as he became a 50-year-old man, you're like, oh, I like this guy. For every Tom Cruise and Paul Rudd, you've got others that, you know, like age that well. Like, you know, yeah. Millie Bobby Brown tomorrow is going to look like the old lady from Titanic. So um, <laughs> I just want to point out my favorite picture of James Badgedale is James Badgedale yells at his pregnant wife's stomach. Um, it's like, <laughs> Get out of there, baby. I'm Chase. <laughs> Um, so good for Jay. Oh, and James Badgedale standing in front of a sign that says no skateboarding, bicycling, or loitering. Um, James Badgedale's opinions now available on Instagram. Um, anyway, um, my new favorite account. <laughs> um, I reckon we do the Salazar stuff. Uh, cause it's, it's, I, I feel like Gael and CTU all ties into each other with Tony. So, um, mm. Basically, all we're going to get with the Salazars here is um, uh, Hector's basically on the ground with Claudia. We're back to the telenovela here. Like, why must you have so many men? <laughs> oh, because I like my men all everywhere. Mm. No, we must be prepared. That, that, you never know. That was Claudia who was saying that, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> People can be gay, Colin. Um, so Hector's all like, oh, we must be prepared. <laughs> here in old El Paso. You never know when the spicy taco sauce will <laughs> spill everywhere. Are you a soft shell or a hard shell, Claudia? You know what I am. I am a tortilla. Um, anyway, and then meanwhile on the plane, uh, Ramon's horny for some women. Uh, I love the, I love his assistant. Like, Ramon, what do you think of the women? He's Italian. Hey, I'm Mario. <laughs> would you like the Italian women? Um, but, like, basically the whole time on the plane, Ramon's like, why must we take Jack with us? And he's like, don't worry about it. Hector will be there with the pasta because I'm from Italy. Um, <laughs> Jack's like tied up in a room with guy watching. What is he watching? Like The Rock or something like that on his portable DVD player? He's really into it, whatever he's watching. <laughs> he's fucking loving his movie. It's like, Fuck it yeah. Two th- 2003, 2004. Wait, wait, what came out? December of 2000. I'm going to I'm gonna find out. I'm going to find out what movie he's watching. Sure, it was like a Fast and the Furious movie out or something. There was two Fast and <laughs> Furious came out that year because I remember I worked at the cinemas in 2003 and that's the only one I've ever seen. Um, but like Hector's like, uh, Ramon's all like distracted. Like he wants to get a blowjob, but at the same time he's like drinking and then like it, it, the whole thing doesn't make sense because like he literally is just like, why must we keep Jack alive? Because Hector says so. Okay. Why must we keep Jack alive? Because Hector said so. Okay. Why must we keep Jack alive? Because Hector said so. Okay. Like, that's, a, that's literally this episode. And then Jack knocks out. What's he watching, Colin? Have you found some movies there? So let's look at the top five films from the month of uh, December 2003. It could be The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. I'm going to say no. Tom Cruise and Last Samurai, maybe. Jack Nicholson and Diane Keaton in Something He's Got to Give, possibly. Oh, well. Steve Martin and Cheaper by the Dozen. But I'm going with number five, Mona Lisa Smile. Um, oh. <laughs> this is a Mona Lisa what Smile. What a movie. <laughs> when are we doing Do you know, Mona Lisa Smile on the Oz Network? It's about time. 20-year anniversary next day, year, Colin. To this day. We, I'm, I'm sure we'll find a way to cover it. Because to this day, anytime you talk to Jamie about a bad movie, she'll be like, come on, there's no way this movie is worse than Mona Lisa Smile. Like, that is Jamie's go-to bad movie ever oh, made. Julia Roberts, was it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Julia Roberts, uh, Julia Chris, Stars, Was Kristen Dunst? Yeah. Maggie Gyllenhaal, Academy Award. No, she didn't win it. Did she win an Oscar, Maggie Gyllenhaal? No. She, um, she was nominated, I think, twice. Marsha Gay Harden, Dominic West. 
Wow, oh. star started. Topher Grace. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna add this to our month with how to make an American quilt. Kristen <laughs> Ritter. <laughs> oh, now we gotta to watch it. Kristen Ritter. Lily Rabe. I love her. She's great. Um, what's she doing in this movie? What was that last um, one you said? Is it Rabe? How you pronounce her name? R A B E. She's um in a lot of American Horror Story, and she's just in the First Lady that I'm watching at the moment. Oh yeah, I'm not familiar. I like her. Uh, Tori Amos. <laughs> Stop right now What's you know, Mona Lisa's What is it about I, I'm actually kind of excited now Like looking at the extras in here Like John Slattery is a great actor uh, You didn't watch Mad Men But you, you might know He played Tony Stark's dad In like the original Iron Man movie But oh, that guy, seeing, yeah. seeing John Slattery And Kristen Ritter in here But then I get a little bit disappointed When I see Kristen Ritter As a student <laughs> No last I, name Just a student I just, that I is just point out name. This is a synopsis of Mona Lisa's smile. Catherine Watson, <laughs> Julia Roberts, is a recent UCLA graduate hired to teach art history at the prestigious all-female Well Well Slee College in 1953. Determined to confront the outdated mores of society and the institution that embraces them, Catherine inspires traditional students, including Betty, Kirsten Dunst, and Joan, Julia Stiles, to challenge the lives. So this is basically um, Dead Poets Society. Yeah, for with girls. So it's Dead Poets Society with girls. Yeah. Does Julia Roberts go, my captain, oh, captain, and seize the day? (laughs) Like, is that what's happening? Like, wow. This soundtrack, though, like, come on. Seal. Corey Amos. Corey Amos, Celine Dion, Elton John, Macy Gray. Oh, fuck Chris Isaac, Mandy Moore, Alison Krauss, the Trevor Horn Orchestra, Kelly Rowland, Lisa Stansfield. Here's the big one. Barbara Streisand. (laughs) Jesus. I, I like on um, Google, is Mona Lisa's smile a true story? I hope it is. <laughs> um, I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, Mona Lisa's smile, that has not been mentioned since 2003. Um, so definitely it was nominated for a Critics' Choice Award for Best Song wow. from Elton John. Thank God it was. Um, <laughs> and you know you've Julia Stiles and Kirsten Dunst were both nominated. Here we go. This is great. Teen Choice Awards. Julia Stiles nominated for a choice movie actress, drama, action, adventure. Kirsten Dunst, real category. Nominated choice movie sleazebag. <laughs> That's a category at the Teen Choice Awards, the choice movie sleazebag. Who won this? She was only nominated. Who won the choice movie sleazebag? Okay, why doesn't she win that for Spider-Man? <laughs> um, well, let's see. She lost. Uh, this would be the 2004 awards here. So... Kristen does lost to Sean William Scott as Stifler in American Wedding for Choice mm. Movie Sleazebag. Also nominated Judy Greer for 13 Going 30, uh, Rachel McAdams for Mean Girls, Mandy Moore for Saved, uh, Andy Serkis for Lord of the Rings Return of the King, Sarah Silverman for School of Rock, and Billy Bob Thornton as Bad Santa. <laughs> but of all the sleaze, how do you beat Billy Bob Thornton for Sleazebag? Like Sean William I- Scott is a worse sleazebag than Billy Bob Thornton? Well, I mean, American Wedding is the worst of the American Pie quadrilogy. But um, True. Can I yes. just say, speaking of Mandy Moore, uh, you know how I've, <laughs> I've already seen Keith Sutherland, I've seen Daniel Craig, about to see Jeff Goldblum tonight at the time of recording this. I could go see Mandy Moore live in New York. Wow, what a I lucky know. guy you are. You're living the life. Can Mandy fucking Moore. Um, that's a name that also hasn't been mentioned since Mona. Can I go to that concert? Like, I loved you. She was, was she in that? No, she wasn't in it. She wasn't in, in, in what? Smile. Mo- she did a soundtrack. Smile? Oh, you, soundtrack. your soundtrack. 
what was her song that she did, Mandy Moore? Um, <laughs> did anybody name the Mandy Moore song? No, there was like one song that she did which I really liked. Um, Do you know what this like, is? The, wow, to me, she's the, the Jennifer Love Hewitt light. Um, but weird tangent here. Candy. All the uh, oh yeah, that's right. But like of all the pop singers turned actresses of her era. She had that one movie, A Walk to Remember, that was like considered a classic. Uh, and then her career, I mean, now she's on that This Is Us show now, but like how she? she didn't have more success in between that and her 40s when that Walk to Remember movie was so big. Like, why didn't Britney Spears get A Walk to Remember? You know, she's like, it? I could do that or I could do Crossroads. Was that, um, what's the guy in that he went on to be in ER that all the girls loved? Scott, is in, it Scott? Walk to Remember? Scott, the, walk, the man, yeah, the main guy in that? Scott, yeah, <laughs> Jamie, Scott. Jamie like, told me like Madonna. This, <laughs> Jamie told me it's like you gotta watch this movie. She bored it to me. She's like, this movie will Shane, make you Shane cry. West. Shame West. Oh um, yeah, he was like a thing for five minutes. He was in ER. He was kind of like the new George Clooney. Um, he was a thing as long as Julia Stiles was. <laughs> I like Julia Stiles. I had a big crush on Julia Stiles. Um, who else was in a walk to remember? Peter Coyote. Um, <laughs> well, big cast here. Featuring the Hunt Lowry. Um, I'm who who had a more successful career, Jennifer Love Hewitt or Mandy Moore? Oh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, right? She got She's on 911. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so did Marlon Brando. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Um, but what's, okay, so I always get confused with those two because, like, were they singers first or actors first? Okay, well, Mandy Moore was a singer first because I right. remember a walk to remember being a big deal. She's doing her own crossroads. It's called the Walk to Remember. And then Jennifer Love Hewitt was in. I know you she did was last the actress first. Yeah, because she yeah. did that Party of Five show, and I think she yeah. she started singing around the time of I know what because didn't did she do a song naked, of the naked? Yeah, she did a song for one of the I know what she did last summers, and that was like her first thing. Yeah, but I think that she was like, I know what you did last summer. <laughs> This is like when we went through all the actresses of the 90s that could have played Denise Richards' role in A World Is On Mouth. Now we're just doing the cast of A Walk to Remember and uh, Mona Lisa Smile. Uh, one point we were talking about 24. Anybody remember? Who's still tuned in? Well, this <laughs> episode I feel we're going to get through quickly because there's not much to talk about. I just, I'll just say uh, I'm not being mean. Gen- like Jennifer Love Hewitt, if you're listening, I, I know you're a big listener. I used to be fat, so you can call me out. Um, Colin's fat now too, so it's all good. But... Um, <laughs> I, I think she's a decent actress. Like, you, you know, she's not bad. I, I She's one of these actresses that, like, at the time, I despised her. Like, I would have put her on my least favorite actress list. But a, as she's gotten older, she's actually developed. Like, 911, mm. she's really good on that show, you know, or yeah. was really good on that show. She'd gone Since down. Connie Britton. They, ah, she went and she's back again. So, like, I don't know. It wasn't like Connie Britton who was like, oh, I'm going. And she comes back yeah. like a cameo One like two seasons later that's just a connie britain thing so she, she, she connie britain doesn't commit <laughs> i'm here for one time only make the most i'm connie britain there's a night i can't wait to season five connie britain in 24 let's let's look forward to it um but no she's back she's back with uh in 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 20, uh 911 so um yeah i i i mean jennifer love hewitt exists it just always reminds me <laughs> of um was it the first scary movie where they call her jennifer love huge tits um <laughs> That's just what it always reminds me. Well, I don't know if I've ever seen her in anything else. Like, well, shouldn't she have one of those like medium Ghost Whisperer shows? Yeah, it, well, I think it was called the Ghost Whisperer. She had um, Ghost Whisperer, wasn't it? What's a face Arquette Academy Award winner Patricia Arquette? That's that's correct. Yeah, that was uh, medium. She had yeah. medium. Um, they all had a show. Boy, 
We are digging up so many names nobody has heard or cared well, about in about 15, I did, 20 years. <laughs> I, I did notice apparently the early 2000s, we're starting to get into nostalgia territory now. Um, mm. So bring back the frosted tits Pretty and Limp Biscuit. Sean William Scott will be a thing again. Playing oh, he should be. All over Ryan Filippi. Ryan yes. Filippi's <laughs> loving life at the moment. He's like, yes, finally. Uh, Josh Hartnett is coming back, people. Bring, him, <laughs> bring back the Josh and Ryan Filippi hour. Um I mean, look, we're still 27 minutes into this episode and I feel we're nearly done with 24 because, like, it's all just like, <laughs> oh, I'm on a plane, I'm horny, I'm drinking, and then Jack's all like, oh, I'm going to kill you. I want to watch Mona Lisa Smile too. Um, and then basically holds hostage um, Ramon for the rest of the trip and then they land. And then this was, like, more of the plot twist, I think, to me than, like, Tony's being fine since being shot in the neck um, when you see Hector and Jack hug. It's all like, ooh, yeah. like what's going on here? Um, so, yeah, that's Salazar stuff. That's a quick plane trip to old El Paso. It's only 55 minutes five plane. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think I took a note of it, but this city that they identify, by the way, I uh, just want to show you this. Um, young James Badge Dale playing with the Detroit Red Wings. Um, he's oh. a hockey guy. Yeah. God, I, uh, I, I used to like James Badgedale, but he plays for them. Jesus. Here's young James Badgedale getting in a fight with one of the Red Wings. <laughs> <laughs> I just love this. James Badgedale plays hockey. James Badgedale has a fight. Oh, and here we got one of the Red Wings pulling James Badgedale's jersey over his head. Uh, <laughs> wow. So him and uh, Alicia Cuthbert would have got along well then. Oh, definitely. I mean, she, the only the only thing they could top. A man who played with the Red Wings was a man who played with the Leafs. I mean, that's 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 how she she has a type. <laughs> We've she, identified she her type. They fucked. Let's be honest. Oh, guaranteed. They probably still are, right? Ah, <laughs> James Badgedale. Oh, poor Dion. Yeah. And, and what's no. her name? Emily, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Emily, my man. Um, yeah. yeah. We, don't, we don't want to imply anything, but uh, yeah, I don't. The, the Salazars. Uh, so that. This twist, I mean, it was fantastic at the time, but this is what I was saying at the beginning of the episode. Like, does this really... And it's going to get even more convoluted when we yeah. get to the end of this episode. But, oh, don't worry, we were on it the whole time with Jack. Uh, it's really hard to backtrack this now. It, it, it's not that it doesn't make sense. It's not that it's a plot hole, but why would Hector not just say, like, there's too many people listening on our private plane that nobody knows where it is that I couldn't tell you, hey, don't kill Jack Bauer? Uh, but yet it's still such a great twist and it leads to such a good story arc in the next couple of episodes here with Jack kind of being undercover. Um, I, I, I don't know whether I love Ramon, the party boy. I, I don't think I quite remember. I remember him being such a sinister villain where he was like, come on. What does he say? There's something about the party. Um, uh, the party will continue once we're on the ground, everybody yeah. like it's having an orgy. He's loving life, but I mean, it's a, it's a little bit too, you know, stereotype drug. I, I always had this this vision of him as the brains. He was definitely the more dangerous one. Hector was like very cool. Hector like had had you know uh, uh, a calmness to him, but Hector was not the mature one. And kind of seeing Ramon as like the immature older brother here, it just does it doesn't quite make sense. Well, he's but, been uh, in jail for how many years? He's been horny. Yeah, I'm sure he is. I just don't Men know why get he's doing horny, horny Colin. <laughs> What is this word you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> it's called fighting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I mean, it, still, it's, it's, it's a great twist, especially if you're watching this the first time. It's something you would never see coming. Uh, but once we get to the flip side of this uh, 
don't worry, Jack's with us. It, it, it's going to get like so messed up where you're like, no, I don't buy this at all. Yeah. And that's like, it's just, it, there are huge plot holes with it. And again, it like, I knowing this show how yeah they don't often plan far ahead. I I don't believe that at the beginning of this season they're like let's do this huge thing. But at the end of the yeah. day, like it's all been a plan because like otherwise it would make sense. I feel like they've gotten to like episode four and they're going like hey I've got an idea. Which <laughs> again on paper like honestly it's not that bad. Like I like that they try and do something different, but it's um it's a bit convoluted. Um but you know Ramon's got to get his dick wet somehow. So um. Mm get his horny bitches around him um and that's just his is that italian word again ass- horny italian assistants a horny bitch hey i'm italian <laughs> would you like me to pull off on my pants and see my cannelloni <laughs> um so the rest of the episode ctu so basically uh like the, i love how like basically this episode starts with kim being kidnapped and it ends with, like, Gael being tortured i also love how like once kim gets out like she just goes to the bathroom and washes her hands like she's just like, oh, <laughs> seven o'clock, kidnap time. Like, like literally, like we see like a whole season and a half. I'm like, dad, dad, I've been kidnapped. This time yeah. she's just like, oh, fuck it, better get back to work. Um, you know, like shouldn't she be suing? Like, if you if you tomorrow went into your office, somebody fucking kidnaps you and ties <laughs> you up, and then they're getting tortured. You're just gonna be like, oh fuck, Jesus, I've missed three meetings. Um, <laughs> I I might, but uh, well, you would. You're a but, good but worker, Colin. But here's the other thing. I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest here too i mean this is 2003 it might be different you you know that they're going to give you like a certain amount of mental health days unpaid i'm taking the time off you know i'm not that worried about the, the state of los angeles that i'm going to like not take advantage of hr's approved time off but, but even like the state of los angeles at this point in time again there's not really a massive threat here like there's it's, no it's, threat it's, <laughs> in their it's minds there's like, zero threat we've got to find remote that's all the threat is like la's safe like it's fine right now. Like it's just yeah. they're, they're chilling. They're they're being racist. They're you know got shitty sporting teams and got Hollywood stars and having riots. Like that's just LA. They're chilling. Um, you know that's what they're doing right now. Meanwhile, Ramon's in a plane. And also, can I just point out, like the way he Michelle's like, yes, we've contacted our Central American friends and our Mexican friends to track the plane. You are the United States of America. You found <laughs> Kyle's blue shirt corner of a yeah. traffic camera. <laughs> you have like the best satellite technology in the world. I can download an app on my phone and tell you that flight United Airlines 732 from New York to Honolulu left 10 minutes ago and watch the damn fucking thing. <laughs> you can't right now go, private plane just took off from this airport. It's going to old El Paso. Like, seriously? Oh, like... I, I think I started a thought and I got sidetracked on Mona Lisa Smile or something like that. <laughs> I was going to mention often. <laughs> this place where they're going Las Nieves or something like that. It, it's fictional. It doesn't exist, but they do identify as being in Northern Mexico. So I tried to find like, what is the flight time? Let's say from Los Angeles to some random place in Northern Mexico. It's at least three hours. <laughs> this yeah. is a super, this is Mach 11 Tom Cruise speed that they're going here. It's because I know when I've been to San Diego, like, the border to like Mexico is like there. So it's, you know, like I, we, one time I was there, we nearly drove there, but like from LA to San Diego, it's like a, from memory, it was a two, three hour drive. So like, there's a bit of space between the two. Um, mm. So yeah, like it's not just like wheels up, wheels down. So, yeah. I mean, it's so good at Tom Cruise to just all of a sudden rock <laughs> up here. Um, but so yeah, Gael's got Kim. I love that line where it's like, if you scream, it won't do anything except make me mad. Okay. 
Kim's just like, I feel like Kim should just be like, bitch, please. I know the drill. Like, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Don't do anything. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. If you cooperate, you'll be safe. I get it. All right. Not my first fucking rodeo, mate. Like, what's that meme with James Franco when he's like getting hung and it's like, oh, first time, eh? Or something like that. Like, um, that's basically it. So, and but again, what's Gael's plan here? Like, this is where it gets convoluted because, spoiler alert for next week, Gael's not evil. They're all this mm. under deep undercover operation where it's all been here. So, like, Gael, knowing that Jack's doing, like, does Gael have to go like, hey, Jack, so you know that whole deep undercover thing we were doing? Kind of had to kidnap your daughter. Uh, Didn't hurt her. It's okay. She's fine. No cougars were involved, but just just had to do it to keep the coverage. Jack, like, that's fine, Gael. Editing for queen and country. Like, you did a good job. Like, seriously, like, that in itself doesn't make sense. So Gael's all like, oh, diddly D, I've got to type some shit. Um, Diddly D. (laughs) <laughs> that will require a tetanus shot. Um, but uh, it all ends up with, like, uh, Adam is the star of the episode for me this week. I like Adam. Good for you, Adam. Yeah. Adam's all like, oh, hi, Michelle. Who's in charge? Guy, oh, I like Guy. How's Tony doing? Oh, okay, that's good. Hmm, where's Kim? Kim hasn't backed up those files. Fiddly D, where's Kim? <laughs> I'm going to go look for her. Oh, no, the instrument panel has been deleted. Michelle, did Gael change it? No, well, that's a shame. I'll get tech support on line three. Diddly did. Oh, Kim, you have been kidnapped. Oh, no, I am so concerned for you. Like, good on you, Adam. Yeah. You're a good employee, Adam. Give him a bonus. Give, give Zachary Quinto a role in a TV show where he's a cool <laughs> evil guy in a few years and maybe going to play future Spock. That was his reward for rescuing Kim. Good on you, Zachary Quinto. You're a nice man. Uh, <laughs> nice man. Nice man. What's his Instagram Good boy. like, Colin? <laughs> Does he, oh, is he I getting mean, into fights with the Detroit Red Wings? <laughs> uh, so, anyway, Gael gets caught. Gael runs away, punches a couple of guards, and, you know, oh, no, he's being interrogated by Chappelle. Fucking love Chappelle's interrogation. Who are you working for? I'm not telling you anything. Who are you working for? I'm not telling you anything. This will get bad for you. I'm not telling you anything. Okay, Agent Johnson, stab him in the neck with a taser. Like, I mean, <laughs> for fuck's sake, like I've seen Jack, like, shove towels. Even freaking President Palmer and what's-his-face last season was torturing him more so than this one. You're a little bitch, Chappelle. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to shove this in your fingers. Um... Michelle gets a phone call. Tony's out of surgery. Gael's in charge. Oh, no, wait, he's evil. Chloe confronts Kim in the bathroom. Oh, I'm so sorry about your dad. He's not a bad guy. Thanks, Chloe. Doesn't Chappelle also have like some line here where he's just kind of like, Chloe's a pain in the ass, but she does a good job. Yeah. Um, and then basically it's all about Michelle rushing. Like, didn't we just have Michelle three hours ago? Like, no, I'm in control. My husband can have surgery. And it's like, your husband's out of surgery. Oh, I better go rush to his bedside. Fuck, <laughs> you should know your husband, Michelle. This guy can fucking get shot in the face with a nuclear bomb and he's ready to go in two hours. <laughs> Like, literally goes to the hospital. Nuke him in the face. Tony's all like, ah, I've been shot in it, Michelle. And she's like, I love you, Tony. I love you. Where's Gael? Did you find the virus? No, Gael's evil. No, he's not. Give me the phone. I'll be okay. I love the doctor who's all like, well, if you sign him out. Uh, and he's like, yes, Michelle will sign me out. He's like, fucking got guts <laughs> hanging out of his neck. <laughs> I'm Tony Almeida. <laughs> he's basically Val Kilmer. He's got like a voice box. <laughs> Sorry, Val Kilmer, I know you're sick. That's a mean joke. But, like, you know those, like, cigarette-smoking people who, like, have the... Yeah. I'm Tony Almeida. Exterminate, exterminate. Um, (laughs) Like, he fucking gets up. 
This is a, okay, I'm calling bullshit here. I saw a season ago, Tony like got slightly pushed by Jack, was on crutches for the rest of the season. He's going to get shot in the neck. He's going to run a fucking marathon. Um, so anyway, he rushes back to CTU and like, it's Chappelle. He walks the three blocks to the CTU. It's in between commercial breaks and he's there. Is Chappelle the best or the worst boss? Because Chappelle's all like, well, I'm putting my foot... He's such a manipulative little... Like, he gets manipulated so easily. That's what Chappelle is. Because, like, he's torturing Gael. Tony walks in, who, like, is, like... Should be in hospital rest right now. <laughs> and he's basically like, stop interrogating... Chappelle's, like, the head of district. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, stop interrogating him. Chappelle's just like, but why? And it's like, because we've got information. We're all in on this. And it's like, plot twist. Why does Chappelle stop? Chappelle should be like, um, you were just shot... <laughs> you can go back to hospital right now. Like, CTU, their medical thing, not very good. Kim should be sent home with a mental health day. Tony's been shot in the neck. isn't thinking properly. <laughs> and yet he's all like, stop interrogating that man. I'm Tony. I was about to say Tony Chappelle. They got married. Um, <laughs> but also, like, Michelle, like, like Michelle Chappelle. <laughs> why is Michelle so just like, oh, honey, yes, I'll sign you out, MIA, like, against AMA. I'll sign you out, AMA. Like, like it makes no sense, but it's like a big dramatic moment. It's like, what's his face in um, Pearl Harbor when he stands up and he's all like, I'm the president, we're going to fucking kill oh. those Japanese. Um, Keep Sutherland, better uh, Roosevelt. I can't remember who played Roosevelt in that movie, but... Uh, John Sutherland, Voight. Good. Oh, did, was that John Voight? Yeah. Wow. Uh, future 24 star. Um... <laughs> Wow, I, I forgot about that. Um, Kim Sutherland, good As you should. Roosevelt. Good Roosevelt. You should watch The First Lady. It's a good show. Um, but anyway, that's the plot twist. Yep. Um, y- you really did bring up something I didn't even think about. Like, Chappelle, should he at least be like, okay, Tony, yeah. how much blood have you lost? Exactly. <laughs> Are you feeling lightheaded? <laughs> how many surgery. fingers am I holding up? <laughs> like, you don't wake up. Like, we, I've never had surgery in my life, but, like, I know enough about it where it's kind of like you wake up, you've got anesthesia, anis- whatever the stuff inside anesthesia. of you. Like, you, you kind of like, hey, man, how you fucking going? Go Cubs. Yeah. Woo. Oh, um, no, Guy was in on it the whole time. It's all a big plan of ours. I it totally was just a joke. I a boner for Kim. She's so fucking hot. <laughs> she can fucking wear that bob haircut around me any day. Though. She swims. Kim swims. <laughs> I want to go swimming with Kim on a cougar. Why am Is I everybody- on cougar? Is everybody else seeing Terry with that question mark over her head right now on a cougar? Fucking cougar. What's what's Uh, Terry doing on the cougar in the corner there? Like he's out of it still. (laughs) It's uh yeah, (laughs) he he would be the worst boss because he should at least be asking these questions. No, no, no. You just got shot in the neck, man. (laughs) I'm not listening in the neck. Let me at least Fact check your story here, okay? Uh, Chloe, you're annoying, but you know things. Come over here. Tell me, does Tony look all right? Walk the hell is. No, he doesn't. What's that blood doing on the floor? Why is his like, intestines how... hanging out of his neck? It's just, it's just so crazy. Like this isn't, you know. Oh, I broke my leg and I'm on crutches. They, this is another one of those moments he where you're like they shot in the neck. Yeah, like they reached episode four. Like now I know we had him shot in the neck, and the original <laughs> plan was for him to be on the verge of death the whole season. But what if he walks out of bed, goes next door, and says, "No, it was all a big operation. I'm calling the shot." He says, like, "No, brilliant. I'm Tony. I get I'm shot in the neck, Tony and I'm Almeida. okay." <laughs> 
Nothing shoots me in the neck. I'm fine. I just wanted the doctor to be like, rise, Almeida. <laughs> what? In all fairness, slight spoiler alert, season five, he gets stabbed in the neck and then he comes back two seasons later. So Tony's got a fucking strong neck. He's, this guy's guy's a high, he's the Highlander. <laughs> there can be only one and it's Tony Almeida. Don't make bulletproof vests out of like Kevlar. Make it out of Tony Almeida's neck skin. Like, yeah. This guy's tough. <laughs> Let's start harvesting this guy for for police protection, like something. Protect the ozone layer. Get Tony Almeida's neck. <laughs> Fucking tough as shit. Uh, yeah, I love I love Tony. Just walking I love next Tony's door. neck. <laughs> what a neck! That's the best neck ever. And this doctor too. It's like it wasn't as bad as we thought. You know, the bullet we got it out of his neck. We eventually stop the bleeding. He'll be good to go after. Uh, give him a bowl of jello and he'll be all right. <laughs> Here's a couple of Advil in case you feel a stinging in the neck. You just had a hole blown in. Because you got shot in the <laughs> neck. What did we watch recently? What's that one movie where it's like, what will I do? I'm only just a doctor. And he like storms off. Like, what's that movie? Like, it's a... I don't know if that was me who watched it. No, I watched it like, oh, it's some movie. And it's like the quote. Like, what oh, would I do? Mona Lisa Smile. That was it. Oh, there it is. That's exactly it. Um, no, oh, what's that? That's going to piss me off right now. What would I know? I'm just a doctor. And he storms <laughs> off. Um, yeah. Anyway, keep talking. But, but yeah, like Kim's. Yeah, we've seen it all before. It, I like Happy that they Gilmore. gave her some. Oh yeah, we recently watched that, right? We <laughs> I, I did. I watched that like a week ago, but it's like it's a bit where he gets run over at the end, and they kind of and it's like, oh, a couple of days of bed rest. He's like, no, I must keep playing. He's like, what would I know? I'm just a doctor, and he storms off. <laughs> did he? Good thing he didn't get shot in the neck. <laughs> well, Adam Sandler's neck. I mean, come on. Um, but yeah, like giving Kim something to do is all good, but I was like, we've seen this before. It's it, it's something that still to this day, I think especially that we're coming off watching season one and season two. This isn't like we had a couple of months break. I mean, we're watching this back to back. We're so used to this. But it's a little bit annoying to watch still. That, well, like, so Kim's are the still writers the because literally she is kidnapped in the beginning of the episode and she's fine by the end of it. Like, it's just yeah. like, you literally forget that Kim was kidnapped. She walks into the room at one point while Guile's being tortured. You've just been kidnapped by these men. Oh, he's just back to being my colleague. I, I just wanted HR to be like, Kim, are you sure? We give mental health days. She's like, it's not like I got shot in the neck or anything. <laughs> I'm married to an ice hockey legend. I'm tough. <laughs> I faced a cougar. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 the cougar got shot in the neck, and that cougar was dead. That just shows how powerful Tony is. Why did I get shot in the neck? What am I doing here? <laughs> a cougar can't survive a shot to the neck. Tony can. Uh, oh, that man's a man. Uh, that man's indestructible um we're still gonna see him back i don't even he remember got what happened shot to him in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know what happened to him with legacy but i really hope when we get to legacy there's something like i don't know that they, uh, they yeah, he was in that, the eye he? or something yeah no he doesn't he doesn't die um never clearly um i always forget he's in legacy that's right yeah. he's too isn't he briefly uh, for the, for the good episode fun fact carlos bernard has not been back since in anything <laughs> <laughs> what has he done like, talk about a man who hasn't done anything has he played with the Red Wings? I mean, how when James not got him on the show? No offense to like esteemed actor Carlos Bernard, but he's not doing much. <laughs> was he on any of those twenty-four reunions? Uh, I don't think he was. Not that I am aware Maybe of. A, no, he's in the Lincoln Lawyer, the TV uh, show or the movie. Uh, there's a TV series coming out. 
Um, oh yeah, that just came out. So he's doing also, something did, right now. Did you know that they're doing another League of Their Own TV series? Like I know yeah. they did a sitcom. Yeah. Uh he yeah. he was in the he, so he was in the Lincoln Lawyer that's just coming out now. Then he hadn't been in anything since the Orville. Maybe he's with Penny Johnson Gerald again. Um he was in an episode of Supergirl, and then before that he hadn't done anything since Twenty Four Legacy. Uh the inspectors, well, Madam Secretary, Lavinlin Chula, Major Crimes, Twenty Four. No, he's Solitary. he's been doing a lot of directing on tv since about 2015 here he had He's a recurring directed, role in dallas okay well he, he did multiple he directed multiple episodes of the inspectors hawaii 50 criminal minds macgyver magnum pi bull fbi and fbi most wanted so i guess yeah I he's transitioned of, more to director i kind of feel bad a bit for carlos because like i'm okay he's not meryl streep but like yeah. he's not terrible like okay he's obviously got a bit of a soap background because i think i do remember he like sort of had come from the young and the restless but, mm-hmm. like, um, I mean, after 24, like, you know, you get a bit of a name for yourself. I think I actually do remember him. So, I think the only thing I've ever seen him else in was I remember this movie, that 10.5 Apocalypse, when they had those, like, oh, yeah. TV end-of-the-world movies. And I think I do remember him in that movie. Um, who else was in that? Because well, they always got, like, some D-list. They always got, like, Ryan Felipe or something. Dean Kane. <laughs> Dean Kane was in it. Um, and Kim Delaney. Oh, speaking of Dean Kane. Did you know they did a movie? It's about two or three years old now on the Challenger disaster, like on like did Apple TV or one of those sort of ones. And apparently Dean Kane's the main star of it. So I watched oh, the wow. trailer for it the other day. Oh, Carly Pope was in 10.5. I like her. She was in Popular. Is, was that on your top 50 favorite shows? I seem yeah. to remember you put Yeah, because I remember that was a show that existed, what, like late 90s, early 2000s or something? 2000, yeah. It, it was like a WB show. I never watched it because, to be honest, I Brilliant. thought – I mean, I was you know, a teenager who didn't want to watch a show about teenage girls, but uh, but you, you're telling this was like a Ryan Murphy show, right? Oh, it was Ryan Murphy's first ever TV show. To me, the, the way I always describe it, it is darker glee without the singing. Okay, I mean, it might be worth checking out if you can. It's find great. It like, well, there's like um, a few other like uh, bigger stars. Uh, What's a face? Um, the other main. The, the, so Carly Pope was one of the main girls, and Leslie Bibb was the other one who mm-hmm. went on to a few things, and then um. Oh, a couple of them went on to like, uh, um, oh, uh, yeah. There's anyway. There's a few that yeah, went there's, on to be There's things. people, people. Like there Gennard. are people <laughs> in uh, popular. Uh, it's a great show. It's it's just quirky, man. Like it's just it was ahead of its time because like it dealt with like so many issues now that's like so woke now. Um, where it's like like back then they were doing it already. So yeah, and also Bo Bridges played the president in Ten Point Five Apocalypse, and Peter Outerbridge was in it. Oh, we love Peter Outerbridge. He's in we almost do. everything we cover, apparently. What a man. Um, yeah, the, the other thing that I really love here, though, is you kind of mentioned how quickly they're just moving on with, uh, you know, oh, it's okay, we stopped the virus. Like, is this the same CTU like a few years earlier? It's like, don't worry, everybody. A plane hit the Pentagon, but that's definitely the end of it. You know, <laughs> we stopped the plane from the Pentagon. No other planes could possibly be hitting it. Hooray! Huzzah! Vive la CTU! Like, like they're just so enthusiastic. Vive la CTU. <laughs> they're, they're so enthusiastic. The like, crest. don't worry. It's, Vive it's, la it's CTU. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's no possible way anything else could happen. Like, no, this we've even seen in other 24 shows. This is when they're me. Like, okay, we got to make sure that there's no other threats. They're so quickly moving on. Like, there's they, no I mean, possible way that anything else could happen. Same agency that a 747 got blown up over the Mojave Desert, and no one gives two shits about <laughs> yeah. that. I mean, same agency where what 35 people were murdered in a bomb, and two hours later they're back to like trying to find another bomb. They're still yeah. scraping polar off the wall. 
Yeah, exactly. That's why she keeps popping up in all these department head meetings. Like, there's Paula again. Get the janitors. Where's the Lysol? Meanwhile, it's 3 p.m. It's time for the Pledge of CTU. Viva la CTU! (laughs) Viva la CTU! (laughs) Wow. Uh, But I'm with you with Adam. Like, Adam's the only character at this point who's actually even had the idea Maybe we should actually ask him if she knows anything else. <laughs> like, yeah. Why is nobody else asked? We mentioned that last week. Like Adam's the only smart person here. And I don't know. I was, I was always a fan of Adam because I liked that, that quirkiness. Like, is he a sexist or is he just a stubborn guy? And then you realize he's the male version of Chloe. Right. Uh, but like, there's actually a lot more to Adam's character, you know, than I think I gave him credit for. And he's a bigger part than I thought. I always kind of remembered yeah, he was like a background character. I, I actually think that Adam is a bigger part of the show for the, what, seven episodes we're into right now than Chloe is. I mean, Chloe's only at the end of the season really going to get something to do. Like, Adam was a big deal. And I almost wish we'd gotten, maybe here if Heroes hadn't become a thing, we could have had Adam as, like, the next Chloe instead of Chloe being the next Chloe. Um, I agree. Sorry, I'm just, I'm reading the uh, trivia points of this episode. So I can actually tell you what the movie he's watching, um, by the way. It's not Mona Lisa Smile. Um, but... Yeah, no, I I agree, and I think like um, y- you wonder if they were going for like a, oh we might keep Adam around or we might keep Clara. I I mean obviously for the long term we're glad we got Marilyn Radcliffe. And, I mean I'm not yeah. saying Zachary Quinto wouldn't have been good, but like I don't know if we would have had the same bond between Jack and Adam because I don't even really think Jack and Adam interact much from memory in this season. So. Um, but like, I mean, we still got shit to come with babies and crap like that when we have that later, but no, Adam's good. I like Adam. Good for you, Adam. And like, he's honestly like, I've worked in offices where I've had an Adam. It's kind of got yeah. a bit of attitude. Like they're really good Everybody at their job. This. They're, they're a bit of a dick. He, he seriously still reminds me of my friend, Trent Queen, the beloved Trent Queen. Oh, Trent Queen. Trent Queen. <laughs> boo. Now that's a man who doesn't stand up for an allegiance at 3 PM. <laughs> Vive la Trent Queen. <laughs> Fuck off, Trent. <laughs> Oh, that's all I had to add. That's it. Oh, that's all you had to add? All right, sorry. Cool. This episode. I love how this episode, we're at the hour point, probably about like 20 minutes. We've talked about 24. The rest has been about Mona Lisa's smile. Um, so the trivia, Kim, it's Gael, mirrors Terry, saying exactly the same thing about Nina in the alternate ending. Uh, so the movie Pedro is watching on his portable DVD player is Speed. Oh, um, he's watching wow. Speed. That's a great choice. You even have someone in the background shocked at that. Wow. It's Jamie. I mentioned Keanu Reeves. She can't even. I'm plugged into headphones. And somehow she knew you were talking about Keanu. I was wondering why she just ran down naked. I was like, what's going on there? (laughs) That's you. Yeah, I don't really have much else to add. I don't have the book handy, so I don't know what's happened in the book. Um, But uh, yeah, I look, I'm torn on what I'm going to do with this episode. Um, Because I, I like it better than last week. I know you're huge on last week, but like. To me, it's better than last week because uh, I like the twist at the end. But, I mean, outside of that, like, I kind of feel talking about it has made it, like, eh. So, I reckon I'm still going to rent this. I mean, I was eyeing towards a low buy. So, I mean, this is like a medium to high rent because I like the twist because like, it takes me back to watching mm-hmm. it for the first time. Yeah, it's convoluted. Yeah, it's not going to work. But, like, what happens in this episode? They're on a plane. Someone sees an accountant. <laughs> He gets out of the car and oh Ted, I'm gonna go see you. Like yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's a, it's a medium to high rent. Yeah, this is more on the lower rent side for me. Um, there's there's definitely nothing wrong with it. I think we're just coming off of more memorable for better or worse. We're coming off of a lot more memorable episodes, and it's kind of like you said, what really happens in this episode other than that twist, which 
when you really have to think about that twist, it, it causes a lot of problems, but it's still very effective. And even now, knowing that this is the way they're going, even making holes in it, you still can't get over it. It's like, yeah, that that's good. You know, it, it's almost like t- we said with Tony getting shot in the neck. It's like, it's really stupid. It comes out of nowhere. It doesn't really lead to anything other than you just questioning the man got shot in the neck. He got but- shot in the neck. <laughs> But it's like, it's still a well-played cliffhanger. We've sat through so many bad cliffhangers. We've been like, what, really? That's how you're going to end the episode? This, it opens up a lot so that the next couple episodes, it's almost like this is a good tease for what you're going to get excited for next week, which is where things will start to sort of be explained in the convoluted way. You know what else has opened up a lot? Tony's bullet wound (laughs) in his neck. But it heals very quickly. <laughs> that man's got a beautiful neck. Um, I'm going to rate this at 33rd out of, what are we up to now, 55 episodes? Yep. Um, so that is between episode 16 of season 2 and episode 10 of season 2. So this is, uh, what is that, six spots higher than last week. So, I mean, I almost wish I would change my ranking just because I'm looking where this is sandwiched. I know that a lot more stuff happened in those episodes, but I'll stick by it because there's not that much to complain about this week. But I've got this at 39, which is right in between episodes 12 and episodes 14 of season two for me. So the lead up to and then the fallout from the nuke going off, um, that's kind of this is right in the middle this is this is the, the this is the filling of the oreo in between a bunch of nuke stuff <laughs> to me filling of the oreo um that's i like that solid explanation um i haven't watched next week yet uh i'm reading i'm going to read the synopsis according to 24 wiki hector tries to convince ramon to let jack leave in order to purchase the virus claudia hernandez expresses her fury about being left behind when Jack arrested Ramon. Hector's men capture Chase, and Ramon forces Jack to prove his loyalty. So basically everything next week's about the Salazars until Anne yeah. ends her relationship with President Palmer. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Spoiler. 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 Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know what else to say. I remember Chase getting captured. I, I like the whole Chase stuff with Jack because it kind of, I like how it's played that Chase thinks Jack's evil. Like, I kind of yeah. like that. So I think, like, Jack's, like, you know, threatening to shoot him. And stuff like that. So that's the stuff I like. And, like, I like this Salazar stuff, which is kind of now we're kind of leading. We're really about to move into the middle part of this series where it's a season where it's kind of like, you know, we've had all the first part, like all the virus, and now we're about to get the whole reason behind the virus. So kind of the, the virus is still there, but there's going to be a big buy. So we're, we're not far away from uh, my favourite villain. I think he's still a few weeks away, but uh, we're getting closer. And then uh, we get the return of a certain uh, N-word coming up soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's not ask which N-word not that is. Not that um, what you're thinking. The character <laughs> whose name begins with N. It, it, and yeah, might still- rhyme with Gina. Ah, now I know. No, okay, now I know. All right. Do you <laughs> get where I'm going with this? See, I, I thought, I don't know. I thought I was on an episode with Noah for a second. I'm like, let's edit point, edit point. <laughs> don't go any further. Uh, uh, and just to point out how far are we away from Saunders? Uh, well, I was going to mention. A while I, I, away, actually. Yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to be like another eight, eight episodes. episodes of this. But yeah. next week, I haven't finished the episode yet, so I don't know if we see him. But I started it, and we get the first mention of Amador. So they're, oh, they're like starting Amador. the transition between Act One, yeah, Act One to Act Two. Villain at least is getting set up next week. I, I yeah, I, I do. Amador is basically 
Saunders light. Like it, yeah. it really is. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we're eight episodes away. Jesus. I guess we're only on episode seven. So yeah, no, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Which, uh, how far away are we from rhymes with Gina? Um, she's got to be two, three. I thought she was around like episode 10 somewhere. Sherry comes back a lot later. Um, let's see here. Spoiling, spoiling, spoiling for time. Where are you, Nina? Um, oh, there you are. Uh, you come into this at, uh, two episodes away. No, one. uh, Yeah. So next week will be the last episode without Nina for a while. So Nina's in it in two episodes. So there you go. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Another unnecessary season with Nina, but we're happy anyways to have her back well it may or may not be the last season with nina maybe oh we don't know i've never seen this before actually i think (laughs) nina may depart when saunders arrives so anyway Mm. um cool next week great uh in the meantime breaking bad that's happening um we've just done recently jurassic world dominion episodes i i really can't believe that jack bauer was a raptor i just um didn't know they they all tied in together they, they 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 crossed it with the cloned skin of Tony Almeida and made him yeah. the most indestructible human being on the planet. It was amazing. It really really was. It was great. Um and yeah, we 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 are <laughs> saying this for like eighteen months now. Planning on bringing movies and stuff like that <laughs> back. Uh, we're getting there. Our Patreon as well. Uh, we've got a spoiler episode of Jurassic World Dominion, but we'll be doing sort of a side one there as well eventually. Um, so we're getting there, people. Um, blame me for being so unsettled. So uh, we'll get to those soon and hopefully do some movie shit. Because um, other movie, Elvis review, uh, mm-hmm. I'll be seeing that. Uh, it's around about now when we're releasing this. Uh, are you going to go see Lightyear? Because I'm not going to go see Lightyear. Fuck Lightyear. I'll wait for Disney+. Plus. It'll be, what, three weeks? <laughs> Maybe I do, maximum. I do. One thing I'll say about Lightyear, uh, Chris Evans, I, did, I didn't I did read the interview. I didn't read the article, but I saw the headline. It said, Chris Evans believes that t- Tim Allen will always be Buzz Lightyear. I'm like, yeah, Chris. Oh. Good for you, Tim Allen. He's real Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, cool, 24. My name is Ben, and I wrote a few quotes down here. Let's see here. Um, I want to tell you, I don't think your dad is a bad person. And vive le Colin. In the neck. (laughs) Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time.
Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made.